Being born and raised in Alberta, uh, I do get my back up a bit when something like this happens and people go online and say, oh, Alberta, so embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to be from Alberta. Come on. This Yahoo's not Alberta, right? Um, we know that. There's, uh, it's a very, very small portion of the people that, that act like this and grab the headlines. I understand that. And yeah, we certainly have our share in Alberta, but it does bother me when we all get characterized this way. Do we really? How does the rest of the country view incidents like this? Now, to be fair, there's been a lot of incidents that have taken place in other parts of the country too, right? In fact, more so than Alberta. But nonetheless, you know that reputation exists out there. Um, after yesterday's show, I got in touch with Greg Brady, who is the host of Toronto Today on 6.40 a.m. And I know a lot of you often reach out and say, you know, what's going on? What are they saying about this in Eastern Canada? How do they feel about this in Eastern Canada? Do they even know? Do they care? Do they know what's going on in Alberta and the frustration in Alberta? And I said, Greg, let's have a conversation about this. Let's, let's talk about the situation and how it's viewed in Alberta, what it means to Albertans. And how it's viewed in Ontario and what it means to people in the East. What are the differences? We see so many across this country. So I had a chance to sit down with Greg Brady, 6.40 a.m. Toronto. Here's our conversation from yesterday afternoon. Maybe you saw the video Friday before I did, Shay. But my, my instant reaction was, I already, I already know that nothing has gone wrong. I know that it's a verbal assault and nothing more. But I can imagine when I watched it a third and fourth time that if you were there in that in that place, if you were, you know, managing the front desk it, like or or a, a clerk, you didn't know that it was just going to stop at verbal assault. That was my takeaway from seeing it afterwards, even though I knew nothing had happened. When did you sort of get get a feel for it? And, and how did your opinion of it change over the weekend? Yeah, it came across. I mean, I'm not like you. I first saw it on Friday. I mean, it, it hit social media uh, very quickly because that was the point that's that's why the whole thing was done right but uh i, I like you I, I saw it and realized okay it was just um it was just a melting off sort of a thing but it's funny i was talking to my uh technical producer today and and she was saying you know as soon as i saw this thing hit social media on friday i thought oh monday is going to be fun this is what's going to be happening on monday you could tell that this this was the kind of thing and it, it, for me it just as the weekend went along it was really interesting to track how it started out being um oh my goodness this is awful and then pivot to there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's staged. It's staged. Come on. That was totally a setup. And then it pivoted quickly into, yeah, but what about, what about, what about, what about, which is okay. I mean, you, you expect it. We've seen it replayed so many times, but it's just, we need to stop at that. Boy, that's awful. And leave it there. It doesn't matter what political party you belong to or anything. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't like Justin Trudeau and Christian Freeland's policies. I really, really don't. I think you're doing some bad things. But what that guy did was wrong. That's fine. You can say that. There must be Albertans feeling that sort of cringe factor that here we go. Will the rest of the country um, judge us? Look, I think when something happens in Toronto, people are like that with the Port of Peak shooting. I know people out there thinking, oh, you know, people think our cops are, are absolutely incompetent. So we, we do sort of have those geographical tendencies to be yeah. like, oh, they're doing this. Has there been a lot of that? Have there been? A, do, do you think Albertans are very defensive going? Please don't judge us by this guy. And there's Albertans going, yeah, that guy, that guy speaks for me. It's a little of both. Yeah, I think there is a little of both. I think the vast majority of people um, are, are, are sort of in the middle. But as you know, uh, uh, on the one side, we do, you know, just running this through the audience today, there was a lot of people who, um, the, the good thing is, I think, is most people said what he did was horrible. Um, but then there was a good chunk of the audience that continued with a but, 
but I get it, but I understand, but I under, and, and and so there is definitely those, you know, I wouldn't call them supporters, but but there is uh, a certain segment of the population that's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed, oh, I'm so embarrassed, but but let me ask you because I don't think mm. I know it's not. I've, Born and raised in Alberta, and I know it's not representative of Albertans. Certainly, some Albertans, obviously. But what's the take when something like this happens in um, in, in Alberta? What do people in Toronto think? Is it like when we see a story out of Florida, and it's like, ah, oh, Florida man, at it again, kind of thing? Is there is there a perception of Alberta like that? I, I think there. That's a great question. I think there's some of that, but I also think you know Toronto. I, I think there's a there's a distinction between Toronto and the rest of Ontario. I mean, the rest of Ontario that isn't Toronto is. 75, 80% of the population if you get outside the GTA. And I really think, I really think they want to be liked. And I really think, I think even Toronto does sometimes. So Toronto wants, like, we want to be, yeah, the, the, the center of attention. And at the same time, um, you know, we want, we want Albertans to, to understand that some of us, a great majority of us, care that they feel disenfranchised and and we care that sometimes they feel like they're screaming into a void and um and i and i think albertans i get why albertans kind of even feel used it's like hey we'll take your natural resources we'll take your energy we'll take your oil but we don't give you enough representation in in the house of commons and and we're not terribly concerned what your provincial politicians think so i know that there's a little bit of there's there's just a little bit of both it's tough to you know shove it all into one box but I think we saw I think we saw the video and we thought we know that's a step too far. And and even I thought a lot of even what happened on the election trail, to be honest, on the election campaign a year ago at this time, Shay, it, when it happened in Ontario, there were pebbles thrown at the prime minister in Ontario. Right. Um, there was there was abuse of of Jugmeet Singh. Um, but I think most of it is it's what you sign up for as a politician. But I didn't see that Friday. I I, I got the whole hulking male intimidates and I, by the way i mentioned it on my show I, I i didn't want to let the two women with the hulking guy in the ill-fitting tank top off the hook i mean they're all in it together they all have by design like you said do they even do it if it can't be videotaped do they even show up if they can't post it anywhere because they were giggling like uh kids getting an ice yeah. cream after winning a t-ball game in the parking lot like it was a bit too much for me that part especially no, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, if you take a look at that video, if you watch the longer, they're rolling before they even realize that she's there. You can actually hear somebody say, oh, my God, that's her. She's here. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole thing was done for clicks and clout in the Facebook world that they inhabit. And so pardon me. I mean, I didn't play the audio back today and I didn't mention the guy's name because who cares? I mean, that's what he's in there for. But it, it, the good thing here or the important thing for me, Greg, is we're talking about how far do we let this go before we start to have a conversation about Things are getting out of hand, and I don't want to be sitting here a week, six months from now going, oh, we should have acted sooner. We should have done something sooner because somebody's been hurt or worse. That's what I'm worried about. Shay Gannam's uh, joining me, uh, Greg Brady, on 630 CHED and 770 CHQR. His shows are 9 to noon Mountain Time. Uh, do log on to the Radio Player Canada app. Check them out when you're able to. I think about that sometimes. I know there was a there was a female British MP that was murdered. Uh, one of the times I happened to be in England just watching a couple soccer games. So it dominated the coverage. I remember when Gabby Giffords was shot in Arizona by a pro-gun activist. So it it's I know, shot out playing softball, right? Yeah, exactly. And that. Yeah, exactly. So I think in Canada for a long time, to your point, and it's a good one. There's 36 million of us. We're not all going to get along at times, but we always are like, well, that happens there and that happens here mm -hmm. and it's not Canada and it's not who we are. And 
we've had a real good look at, at you know, down the camera lens the last couple of years ago. That's some of who we are. What happened in Ottawa in January and February, however you line up now and however it looks six months later, is some of who we are. It, I, I mean, how can we argue that now? You know, you're absolutely right. That's the thing. We have to we have to at least be honest with ourselves about this and say, if you can't see this rising tide of anger and you know what, anger and st- that's always been part of politics, and that's fine. The question though is, uh, how do we how do we represent that? How do we allow people to feel like they're being heard? Like you say, that's what it comes down to for a lot of people in Alberta. They see what's happening down east, and this has gone on for as long as I've been alive. But the anger rises, and then it goes away, and then it rises, and it goes away. And we're at a point now, I think, where it's just continuing to ramp up. And the other thing we need to talk about, Greg, is the leaders that see that, and rather than try and put a lid on it, they stoke it for their own personal gain. We're in the middle of a leadership campaign provincially and federally for conservative parties. And you know and I know there are certain candidates that will use that anger, use that fury to try and bolster their own ambition. And that's a big, big problem. How, if it just feels like Alberta, would you say Albertans... I guess having, you know, respect and uh, an admiration and, and I suppose civility for the federal level gov- liberal government. It, it's a lost cause now. Two of 34 MPs were elected last time out. There's not a lot of olive branches, I feel like, uh, passed from uh, the federal liberals to Alberta. Does, does Alberta just say, look, we, you know, we didn't get the election result federally we wanted last fall. We're just waiting this out. But but this feels this feels so beyond strained, the relationship between the province and the, and the prime minister specifically and, and and obviously his deputy prime minister. I think I think the, the, the primary focus, at least with the audience that I talk to each and every day, is Justin Trudeau. As long as Justin Trudeau is leader of that party, there's not going to be any progress made. Um, there's a lot of capital to be made for conservatives in this province where your only platform plank really at this point needs to be, I'm going to fight Ottawa. I'm going to fight Justin Trudeau's policies. That that will carry you very far. Um, and I don't know if the relationship at this point, if there is a starting point, if there's a way to move forward. Now, that's not to say there are no liberals in Alberta. We did elect two. Edmonton mm-hmm. goes largely NDP uh, at a provincial level. So um, you know, conservatives lost some seats in Alberta in the last federal election. So it's not to say we're an entirely block of conservative voters like we used to be, but it's pretty close. Uh, Shea Gannam on 630 Chad in Edmonton and 770 CHQR in Calgary chatting with Greg Brady, 640 AM Toronto. So but, like you were saying earlier, Greg, in terms of that thought that Eastern Canada has for the West, you are cognizant of that. Um, but you understand the frustration, but do you think there's anybody in politics in the East that really cares? If you're like you say, is the relationship broken to Alberta sort of written off the liberals? Have the liberals written off Alberta? Yeah, it, it feels that way to me. And I, I think given we're probably expecting a bit of a more, a, a, you know, a coronation than a nomination for Pierre Polyev as, as the as the CPC yeah. leader. That's going to be interesting because, you know, he's not a Prairies guy, but I, I know that he's done enough rallies out out in Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, that uh, that he's connecting. And I know he's connecting because he's connecting here. And I don't know whether that speaks to the rest of the field. Um, I, I There obviously was an intrigue when John Charest stepped back in. There was more there was intrigue when uh, when Brampton mayor and, and the, you know, the man who probably would be premier lest a scandal happened to him. Patrick Brown um, was in the race as well. But that's what's going to be interesting is is how, you know, how long there's two things that federally, obviously, that you look to and I look to probably 
How long will the NDP, will the NDP ever get irritated and sort of, you know, uh, drop the fishing rod in the water and and sort of and sort of pull the boat into the shore and say, enough, we're not going to support you anymore. We know they don't want to go right back to the polls a year from now, a year and a half from now. But it's, you know, you probably see Jugmeet Singh's Twitter feed. It's it's a constant barrage of criticizing the liberals. But then people say, well, what are you doing supporting them um, and their policies? You're 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 on them constantly, but you may not be getting enough for what you're providing them, which is kind of electoral cover here by by us knowing you can't lose a confidence vote. And you bring up something that uh, another thing that really has upset a lot of Albertans when when Justin Trudeau, I mean, a lot of people consider it now a majority government between the liberals and the NDP. And it's further shut out any conservative voice that they don't matter anymore. They're not needed. So that's added a lot to the frustration. But but Singh is is doing the best. I think he's very comfortable being an opposition guy. He knows that's where he's that's his max. That's his ceiling. And he's making the most of it. And he's getting a lot of concessions from the Trudeau liberals out of it. Policies that NDPs would never get passed because they'd never get elected. He's now getting brought onto the table and actually brought in in some places. So for him, it works out pretty well. My last thought on it all is I read I read a long tweet thread from uh, Calgary's mayor, um, Mayor Gontic, and uh, and obviously she's talked about the threats and intimidation she feels. And, you know, we had that conversation with our listeners. If there's, you know, 31, 32 percent of of the MPs are 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 women in the House of Commons. How can we possibly expect more? What woman watching what happened to Christian Freeland, politics aside, what woman listening to Calgary's mayor? Uh, or some of the other former uh, female politicians will say, give me some of that. I'm going to leave private enterprise and my anonymity and my ability to come and go as I please and nobody digging through my trash or my social media, and and I'm going to take a pay cut as well and become a member of parliament. Like, we're not going to get quality people, and especially quality women, doing it, Jay. No, you're absolutely right. And you mentioned uh, Mayor Gondek on the air with us this morning. Uh, Michelle Rempel Garner was another one who put out a tweet thread over the weekend talking about things that have happened to her. So you're right. And if you want to have these sort of people involved in public life and you do want to attract everybody from every walk of life, uh, you can't you just can't have this. I mean, think about it. us as men. Greg, for me, I wouldn't want to be involved in that environment. It, I mean, it's it's bad for men. It's far worse for women. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't have the stomach or the patience for it. You can't expect them to put up with it. It's it's just not acceptable. Yeah. And there's that fine line, isn't it? Because I think to myself, if I were a female politician, how willing would I be to say she said it herself? She said, you think I want to say I'm fearful? You think I want to say I'm scared? I'm going to get it 10 times worse. If I start telling you everything I'm getting, that's right. you know, it, like there's the argument sunlight's the best disinfectant. But I know people that are way the other side going now, nah, once you start amplifying that stuff, once you start responding to the trolls, the trolls get get you know get invigorated and you're going to get 20 more of them it's 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 opening the door and that's a dangerous game as well one should do that no i think you're right and if you take a look at me if we just go back to where we started with this particular videotape the whole point that this was done was the spectacle and the fight and the scene right so that's what i'm uh, sharing this stuff to try and shame this person there is no shame that's not going to work so people say oh we've got to call it out we've got to you know we've got to expose this well they want it exposed he, he recorded, he shared it. There is no shame. So I think we can talk about it. We can say this kind of thing is happening and what do we want to do about it? But but amplifying it and sharing it and exposing it. No, no, no. That's exactly what they want.
Well, I know you got a big, big leadership race out there, big election in the spring. I know we'll be talking lots before that, uh, and we'll watch what happens with the Conservative Party of Canada. But uh, it's great to cross over. Thanks so much for making the time yeah. for our audience in Toronto, man. Yeah, same to you. Thanks very much, Greg. We'll chat soon. Uh, Greg Brady, uh, host of Toronto Today on 6.40 a.m. in Toronto, and I had a chance to talk with him yesterday afternoon, and that's something that a lot of you have asked for um, repeatedly as we go through situations like this about political issues. You've said, you know, what's going on in the East? How do they view this, you know? You get somebody on from Toronto and see what their thoughts are. So you, you're absolutely right, and we're going to do more of that.